the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Tuesday the 21st. You are tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. I would like to order up this style of weather for the rest of the summer now that it is officially summer. What Can we just mean? get more of this? It's so nice. Now it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wait until it's like 95 with 120% <sighs> humidity here I, in about a week. Okay. I, that's what then I'm we're saying. Gonna be... I don't want that. I want oh, the other. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 This okay. weather instead of that weather. I want yesterday's weather and the weekend's weather. Yes. That was that's beautiful. what I want for the rest of the year. Yeah. That's what I want for the rest Can of the year. We, but, so make it, make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. let it be written. I'll do my so best. Let it be done. I'll do my best. But uh, as. Listeners of Panhandle Live know we love our history, especially our local history. There's some pretty cool local history happening uh, right now. We are honored to have in our studio this morning, Shepherd University President Dr. Mary J.C. Hendricks and her special guest, who is Landon Grove, Director and Curator of the Ritchie Museum. Uh, We're talking about the Fort Ritchie Project. Welcome in. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. So uh, this really piqued my interest. I don't know who wants to go first, but uh, talk about this this whole collaboration, first of all. Sure. So, well, Fort Ritchie is a a decommissioned Army post. Uh, It was Maryland National Guard from 1926 until 1951. And for five years, from 1942 to 1947, the U.S. Army leased that ground for them for $1 a year. Not bad rent. Not a bad rent (laughs) price. And... In that time, they pulled in folks from the Military Intelligence Training Center, which turned out to be folks that were coming from Europe and places like Germany and Austria and Poland, people that knew the language of the enemy. And those guys went on to become the Ritchie Boys of World War II, which they've been featured on 60 Minutes three times, about to be four times on July the 3rd. Wow. (laughs) And um, the Ritchie Boys were responsible for finding two-thirds of all actionable intelligence on the battlefield. Well, talk about a little bit about the history of these particular individuals. Sure. So they were lots of uh, refugees of the Holocaust. Uh, approximately uh, two, uh, 2,000 Ritchie boys were uh, Jewish refugees. Many other ones had come to the United States uh, avoiding persecution from the Nazis. Um, in total, 20,000 Ritchie boys passed through the gates of uh, Camp Ritchie. But the, the key element was that they knew different languages, and it didn't matter— if you were a United States citizen or not, as long as you knew a different language, there was a very strong chance you were going to end up at Ritchie. So at Fort Ritchie, was that where the training happened? Yes, yes. So they did all sorts of training, uh, uh, how to interrogate prisoners of war, Morse code, uh, uh, carrier pigeons. Yeah. They uh, trained in uh, uh, hand-to-hand combat, how to uh, kill an enemy quickly, different things of that nature. Wow. So, okay, 
because a lot of us are just sitting with this information for the, for, for the first time, it's World War II. Yeah. These guys, uh, many of them have, have probably had some close encounters with Holocaust mm-hmm. uh, camps uh, and, and um, you know, trouble in their own countries. They come mm-hmm. here, they train, and then are they deployed back? Many, so, many of them, yes, immediately. Wow. Uh, there were usually 12 men groups, and they were sent, uh, typically one or two spoke of the German language. That is an act of bravery in itself to go back. Yeah, go back. To go back and fight those guys that you just ran away from. Right, because obviously they could be captured, right. tortured, and killed as well. Yes. In fact, the, the army actually uh, uh, unfortunately stamped uh, dog tags with H on the bottom, indicating Hebrew, mm. which was terrible if you were captured, yeah. knowing that. <laughs> oh. Wow. You know. I so, feel like it's all those, you know, these like the Ritchie boys. It's happened. I grew up. 20 minutes from the place mm-hmm. and had no idea that any of this, you know, was even happening. Well, the reason for that is because the their missions were top secret. Many of the tactics that they used were still uh, utilized by the CIA up until 2004 when it was uh, declassified. And uh, that's when we started seeing Richie Boy reunions. We mm-hmm. started seeing uh, documentaries, of course, uh, the 60 Minutes one, but books started coming out. Probably the most well-known Richie Boy, Guy Stern, who is now 100 this year. Um, he's still with us. He's still with us. Hmm. Uh, he, as of last year, worked six days a week at the Holocaust Memorial of course. Center. Absolutely. And uh, have you been to that? Have uh, any you guys yes. been to that in DC? Mm-hmm. Well, it's no, very this, moving. this one's in Michigan. Oh, yeah. well, have you been to the DC one? I have. The yeah. DC one is very, very moving. Very moving. Uh, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. And uh, <laughs> at any rate, so Guy Stern, he was. He grew up in a little town in Germany uh, near Saxony, uh, Hildesheim. Return his town was decimated, but one of the individuals that he was partnered with was a man named Paul Rabinek. Paul Rabinek uh, has several daughters. One of them uh, was Liz Seftor, and Liz reached out to me and said, "We'd love to take a tour of Fort Ritchie. By the way, can we bring some friends from West Virginia?" Sure, that's fine. Yeah, so we showed up. We had a, a, a lovely tour. At the end of the tour. Mary said, well, it's nice meeting you. Uh, here's my card. <laughs> I look at the card. President Shepherd University. Oh, I wow. I didn't know president. And so from there, this uh, relationship with Shepherd has just kind of blossomed. And it's a perfect uh, nexus, wouldn't you say, President uh, Hendricks? Yes. So just picking up on the Liz Sefter friendship, Liz Sefter had worked in my laboratory Uh, for over 30 years. And every now and then she would talk about her father. She was so proud of him. She'd mention he's a Richie boy. And I thought, boy, that has a great sound to it. (laughs) And finally, being able to put all of this history together with our special friendship uh, with Liz has been very, very special. So I would say this just started last summer Mm -hmm. when we had this wonderful tour. And I saw all the possibilities, this the richness of the history there. Um, You feel it as you walk through. And I thought that our students and our faculty and staff would benefit tremendously from collaborative opportunities. And ever since then, we have been in discussions with Landon and, of course, uh, with the owner, uh, John Krumpetich. He has a vision that is unbelievable how Fort Ritchie is going to be turned around into something we can all enjoy. So obviously you're coming from the university perspective. Yes. How are you going to be able to uh, to benefit from that as university lifelong learners and and, and history? 
Yes. So great question. Um, Our lifelong learning program, which is directed by Karen Rice, uh, she is just fantastic. She has been talking uh, with Landon about how we could bring our lifelong learners to campus, to Fort Ritchie, to actually see, have a tour, but really to learn about the history of the Ritchie Boys, which is great. Now, we've invited Landon to give a president's lecture in September mm. at Shepherd University, so everyone will be able to hear about this. <laughs> no right? pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> All right. But if I could tell you just about a, a yeah. few sure. of the concrete collaborative partnerships we have, Dr. James Brumall, who is the director of the George Tyler Moore Civil War Center, part of Shepherd University, he has brought his battlefield preservation class to Fort Ritchie. And maybe, Landon, you could say just a little bit about what our students are doing. Right. So there's a project that's still ongoing. Um, we, we provided them multiple maps. Of course, Ritchie's an extended history of 1926 to 1998. So we wanted to know what each of the building's uses were from that time period. So then as they continue to fill up with the new commerce, that we can say, hey, the history of this building is this, this, this. Right. And you know, encourage people to learn the history not only of the site but of each building. Yeah. So Dr. Brumall's uh, group is uh, making an interactive map that we can use on our website, and so people can look and see how the transition of change over time happens at Fort Ritchie. That's so cool. That's I think the, cool. the only time I've ever been to Fort Ritchie, I've, and I wasn't even at it. Uh, drove past it going to High Rock, which I'm sure, sure you've probably been oh, yeah. to up there a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is. It's cool to have these, you know, different resources now to be able to find out more. And I'm sure there's so much more history than even you've uh, started to talk about today. Oh, of course. So what what yes. other collaborations will okay, there be? Okay, we have a few more just to let you know. So Shepard and Fort Ritchie are creating internships so that our students could benefit from everything that they see going on out there, such as business project management, marketing, hospitality, history, literature, environmental studies. That that is very, very big. But we also have a faculty member by the name of Dr. Timothy Nixon, who is a professor of English. He actually is an expert. He edited the collection of Klaus Mann's materials. Now, Klaus was a writer and a Ritchie boy who spent a lot of time at Fort Ritchie. So here, a faculty member who can talk about this history and and the Ritchie boys. Um, And then I'll mention one other one. This is kind of new. Shepherd University has an agricultural innovation center at Tabler Farm, Mm -hmm. not far from here. Mm And so we have funding from the USDA and from our senators, Manchin and Capito, to be able to provide live stream instruction about sustainable farming practices. And Fort Ritchie is very interested in this, so we'll have this available to you. Uh, we'll talk about how to build a community garden, how to start a bee apiary. I mean, there's so many opportunities here. Wow. And how important are these kind of relationships <laughs> from you know the school's per, uh, perspective? I mean, I'm sure you're always trying to grow and expand and things like that, but having such an, an area like this that's so rich in you know history and agriculture, different you know aspects that are so close. How important is that uh, you know from the university's perspective? So it's terrible. Excuse me, terribly important because we train the next generation of leaders and model citizens and innovators. And if they could just see the history, what has transpired, and then if they could see what we're doing for the future, how we preserve that. Our students are learning so much and they're very excited about these opportunities, Landon. It's been remarkable. 
Our guest yeah. this morning, Shepherd University President Dr. Mary J.C. Hendricks and Landon Grove uh, from the Ritchie Museum, a history museum. Is the museum open yet for the public? So we are in the works right now. Actually, um, uh, on Saturday, we're going to be having a sneak peek. We're having a huge summer kickoff. Uh, we're having fireworks, uh, $10 at the gate. All of the proceeds benefit the nonprofit history museum. And we've been working really hard to get a temporary exhibit set up. So uh, not yet, but uh, we're hoping by the end of this summer that we should have a, a state-of-the-art museum. We were really fortunate to receive a $400,000 grant from the state of Maryland hmm. to renovate our museum building and a research center. Are you actively um, collecting artifacts if there are folks in the in the area? Absolutely, yes. And the more specific to Ritchie, the better. But you know, we want to honor the entire history and the legacy of the folks that not only serve locally, but nationally well. Uh, can you tell people where to go to find out more information about that? Sure. You can go to richiemuseum.org and you can contact me and any of our other teammates. Absolutely. And just a quick tidbit. Our guest this morning has has a ram named after her. She does have a ram named after her. How's that? How does that feel? Oh, That's got to be the best perk of the job, right? It, it is. He is such a big boy, 300, 400 pounds, just, just. And he's not Mary. His name is. His name is JC. JC. Mary would work too. I think that's a good name for a ram. <laughs> Not for a dude. No. <laughs> hey, you never JC's know. JC's a dude name. You never know. Uh, but unfortunately, we have to go. We have to get to our first break of the day. But thank you all for joining us this morning Absolutely. on Panhandle Live. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Stick around for more of Panhandle Live on uh, WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. From Pawpaw to Harper's Ferry, from Martinsburg to Winchester, it's Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg, 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nicewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. You missed it for the break. We had Shepherd University President Mary J.C. Hendricks and Landon Grove from uh, Fort Ritchie Museum to talk about their collaboration, a little bit of history about Fort Ritchie and the Ritchie Boys. Very, very interesting stuff. Very Indeed. much. Yeah, absolutely. So if you just up the that, road. Yeah, I know. And like I like I told him, I think I'd only been past there once, and it was just on my way to you know the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And it was just I remember driving by and seeing the gate because I remember I know the gates like it looks like a castle, it looks like a fortress when you go mm-hmm. by it. Uh, probably Hence for, the name for it. yeah, probably for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, very cool. And it's uh, it's neat that you know Shepard can. I mean, there's so much history and different resources like that around here, and uh, get to link up with that and do stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, so summer tourism, obviously, they're going to be doing the the kickoff. And uh, there are a lot of doings in the state as far as state tourism. And yesterday on West Virginia Day, um, there were some really cool pictures circulating around with baby dog in a swing. <laughs> yeah, so yesterday was uh, West Virginia Day. Let me pull that up here really quick. But um, for West Virginia Day, one of the things, among a ton of things, like a birthday cake recipe, uh, winners and contests and things like that was the unveiling of the most Instagrammable spots um, in the state of West Virginia. And uh, there's one, and how that's kind of signified is with a, a huge wooden swing. It looks super nice. And the top says almost heaven, and there's a mm-hmm. sign in front, a uh, wooden sign. It also says that. But to uh, kind of show that off, um, they did a publicity kind of shoot with who else? Baby Dog. <laughs> and uh, Baby Dog's up on the swing, and man. That is a cute dog, isn't it, Marsha? He's got a little little birthday is. hat on too. Yeah, he's got he's his little like, 
little birthday hat on, sitting on the swing that can easily fit two people, maybe even three people. But one baby dog. But definitely, <laughs> you only need one baby dog on that, that's for sure. But uh, super cute pictures. You can find them over on the tourism, uh, WV Tourism uh, Facebook page. But if you go to WVTourism.com, there's multiple uh, locations for these swings all across the state. There's some, I uh, believe, in it Blackwater Falls. Yeah, there's one in Blackwater Falls. There's one in like Wheeling, uh, down at Parkersburg, mm-hmm. and then also at Cacapin State Park. If you want to go find one uh, up at the Overlook at Cacapin State Park, you can find the Almost Heaven Swing um, that was installed for West Virginia Day. And it's going to be a good view, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I haven't yes. been to Cacapin yet. I need to make it up there. Oh, you. Really like it. Yeah, we gotta make it up to Cape. But cool. the pictures of Baby Dog are pretty, pretty cool. When's he gonna just? When is gonna put Baby Dog on the ballot? Think he I, wins? Arguably one of the most popular political or public figures in the state right now. Definitely, definitely. I think, I think he definitely gets top five if he's on the ballot. Well, That's for okay. sure. But um, I'm not sure he could. You know what? It doesn't matter. And I, is it a girl? It is a girl. Okay. Yeah, Baby Dog is a girl. Did I say he? I, yeah, I think, runs. well, yeah, I think it's just. Yeah, but some of these other places, Charleston, of course, you have uh, Hatfield McCoy Trails, um, Stonewall Resort, Fort Borman, Scenic Overlook. You want some eye candy. Go to that WVU, uh, WV Tourism page. Oh, yeah. If you scroll down towards the bottom, they have uh, like a kind of refreshing oh feed of people that have tagged, you know, hashtag West Virginia or some sort. Um, and those the are, pictures are amazing. Those look like great Zoom backgrounds, Zoom meeting background um oh where are you i'm at the scenic new river gorge (laughs) i can't i know it was in west virginia i can't i can't remember if it if it was here or what part of the state but uh it was a recording of a zoom meeting i think it was like a uh city council meeting or something like that and and everybody had their different backgrounds right and this one guy had this background it was the sun either setting or rising over mountains right it kind of looked like this one picture here of uh cooper's rock and his head, and I don't know if he did it on purpose, is perfectly in the sun. So he has this kind of aura sun like, halo around like him with this icons, perfect the landscape. Ones. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's like, what's he trying to do to his coworkers? Uh, yeah. Like, what's he trying to? I think Ben's on him? ideas are better because he's got a halo. Yeah, he's got the sun behind him. But mm-mm-mm. what would you do for your Zoom background? Oh, any of those would work. I'm telling you. But I, have you ever seen the one where the guy was superimposed as a cat and he couldn't oh, figure he didn't out how to, how to do it? Oh, that was a count, city council, a town council meeting. He's got this very earnest voice. He's like, I, I promise you, I'm not a cat. <laughs> and the, the mouth is moving at the same time. It's hysterical. At city council meetings and Zoom <laughs> definitely created a lot of funny things. Cringy moments. And uh, there was the, wasn't there that town council in, I think, the UK somewhere where they got into some huge fight? And then like over every, Zoom, oh yeah, and like uh, they started making fun of people, and then it got it blew up, and then the whole council like dispersed. Can't you just turn your monitor off at that point? Wouldn't that be the best choice? <sighs> Who knows? If you want to avoid a fight, just turn it off. I always like getting on Zooms in here and having the nice mics, uh-huh. and then the first time you hear everybody else talking, you can tell they're through like headphones or through the speaker, or the uh-huh. microphone on their computer, and then you come in with a nice sound of mic, and everybody's like, wait. That's the audio version of having a halo behind your head. <laughs> you are exactly correct. Just you be an extra. Sure. 
Just Absolutely. Flexing. But coming up here in a few minutes, we're going to have Colin Graham from Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce to call in. I'm sure there is a ton going on out in Morgan County right now. Now that the weather is nice, Cape and State Park, different mm-hmm. things like that. So we'll talk to Colin. Uh, and then towards the end of the hour, we have your gas gauge. And speaking of Morgan County and Berkeley Springs, that seems to be where the cheap gas is right now. So we'll give you uh, that update here towards the end of the hour. But stick around for more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years, with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm from West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonAndJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kabalik. And uh, we were already talking about Morgan County a little bit, Marsha. So uh, mm-hmm. why not we keep doing it? Joining us via phone, Colin Graham from the Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce. Welcome in. Thank you, ma'am. How are you this morning? We are good. So uh, something always is happening in Berkeley always. Springs and Morgan County. So uh, what's going on? Absolutely. Berkeley Springs is a thriving little town, especially today. Today we actually are doing a chamber mixer slash uh, grand opening of the new economic development office here in Morgan County for Miss Lynn Goodwin. She uh, She's done amazing things for our county, and we couldn't be more proud of her for continually bringing businesses in, driving our economic viability. So she actually just redid her entire office, so, so we're actually doing a grand opening for her. We're having a ribbon cutting at four at five, and we're going to have festivities from four to six up near the uh, Blue Ridge Pine Center there on War Memorial Drive. Um, from there, um, this weekend is actually Pride Weekend here in Berkeley Springs. So we're very, um, very welcoming, and uh, they're actually going to be there in Berkeley Springs State Park um, just just having all their festivities. And then next weekend, on July 1st, we're actually welcoming a brand-new business called Mythical Pizza, they're having their grand opening at 11 a.m., and they're um, they're welcoming all the community to come visit during this grand opening slash ribbon cutting. And they're, they have pizza, they have salads, all kinds of different, and it's really um, something that we needed here in the community. Now, didn't I see a couple of months ago maybe that there uh, the bowling alley there in Berkeley Springs had um, you know they added like a golf simulator and a whole kinds of different stuff to it. They have. So we actually did a grand opening for Midway Bowling or Berkeley Springs Bowling there on the 6,000 block of Valley Road. Um, they have really completely redone the inside. It looks brand new. They've added many different new sorts of games. We did the bowling lanes, and it's just much more thriving place. Yeah. When I see Golf Simulator, I'm all over because I need it. I need all the help I can get. Absolutely. Without That's losing any golf way. balls. Yes. You know, um, when when you hit a par 12 on a par, par 3, I mean. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I need a little help there. So has that become, or has it been, I guess, a, a great place for the youth to hang out now that school is done? It has. Um, every time I go by there, um, there's always plenty of youth there. It gives our community youth something to do during their downtime. So that's something we always lack. And then the Star Theater has been a great place for the youth to interact as well. 
um, the pool there in the state park and the lake out there at the um, Kakapin State Park is both places that we see plenty of youth. So we have plenty of areas for youth to really go mingle. It was kind of interesting when we were talking to the owner of uh, Mr. Daniel Mowry of Midway Bowling there in Berkeley Springs. He states that a lot of his employees, a lot of them are obviously under 18, most of them actually come to work on their days off because it provides them a safe, fun environment for them to hang out. Oh, well, that's saying something, isn't it? Yes, it does. That's really cool. So uh, we were just talking about, before you came on the previous segment, we were talking about uh, West Virginia Tourism released its most Instagrammable spots in West Virginia, and they've got this great photo op with the um, almost heaven sign and a swing. One of those locations is at Capen State Park. I'm sure there are a great many of picturesque areas around the county. Absolutely. So... That is definitely one spot we definitely recommend to stop at Cocapen State Park and grab all your photos, one with the uh, the background of the fall there, um, mm-hmm. one with the lake. And then if you actually go to the very top, there's a nice overview of the mountains. Um, just a little bit of a hike up. Um, we also recommend the overlook. So if you go past the castle, because that's our well-known landmark, mm-hmm. Um, you go past the castle about two miles, you're at the Overlook, and it actually is right across from um, from Panorama. Mm-hmm. Um, a great view, great picture of mountains, trees, the river, of course. That um, actually incorporates Maryland and West Virginia in that picture. Going out farther that way in Paul Paul, you, you have the CNO Canal um, Tunnel. And uh, we see pl- we send plenty of folks out there to go get pictures, and then up that drive up Route Nine towards the Paul Paul area in Morgan County. Um, there's plenty of different areas to stop and grab grab a picture. Yeah, we're speaking with Colin Graham from Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce, and I've spent a fair amount of time now in Berkeley Springs. And every time I drive in, no matter if I'm coming, you know, from West Virginia way or through Hancock, it always feels like you're driving in to a movie set, especially with, you know, the little, uh, with the theater downtown. Then you have uh, Canary Grill a little bit further out. Then you have a couple of the other store, uh, what, um, so with the olive, what's the name? Naked Olive. Naked Olive. You have all that sitting around in there. Uh, it's just so cool. And then especially, you know, now that it's nice out and you have people walking around mm-hmm. going to the bathhouses and things like that. It, there's so many things to do in Berkeley Springs, Morgan County in general. Absolutely. There's there's always something to do in Morgan County. Um, every weekend, we have live music. All our businesses provide some type of live music. It seems like the Naked Olive, Canary Grill, um, Panorama, and all that information. We Laura from Travel Berkeley Springs uh, keeps up with BerkeleySprings.com. She always has what's going on for the weekend, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday night who's having live music, what are the specials, and I highly urge anybody that wants to come uh, look at Berkeley Springs to look at berkeleysprings.com. The other thing that I wanted to mention, I forgot to mention Mm -hmm. earlier, is July 2nd, we were actually having a cornhole tournament here here in the Berkeley Springs State Park, and we're having fireworks that after evening. Wow, so in in town you're having the fireworks, or are they the ones you share with Hancock? We are doing it at the Widmeyer Elementary School, which is slightly just out of town limits. Very cool. Again, Colin Graham 
Burgos Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce. Can you let people know uh, where to go to find out more information, especially about the uh, the chamber mixer you have going on tonight and other things uh, that are happening throughout the rest of the year? Absolutely. So for stuff that goes on every weekend for generalized information on lodging, tourism, etc., I highly recommend looking at berkeleysprings.com um, for our individualized chamber events, chamber businesses, great to know all the different businesses, go to berkeleyspringschamber.com. So I, I have to ask you, I had Gat Caperton on last Friday about the announcement they're expanding the footprint and the capability of the furniture, the Gat Creek Furniture uh, Manufacturing Company there. So uh, what does that kind of thing mean, that kind of announcement mean to the chamber? For the chamber, that means that we, we love seeing our businesses thrive. We love seeing them expand. Caperton is a wonderful story of how Berkeley Springs businesses are absolutely booming and we're having a thriving economy here. It also means that we're able to partner with them and really work together and um, really help the community try to promote them to future employees with any expansion. And some of the hardest things that we find is finding enough employees to here at the chamber, we really try to connect our businesses with the community and try and find them quality employees. That's one of the reasons we do our yearly job fair. So we try to do that throughout the year. Um, we oftentimes put that on all our Facebook pages when we're looking for employees. Um, we have plenty of people that stop into the office looking for employees. So we really try to try to help all our businesses while they're trying to expand um, and it's, it's, it's just a great thing to see. Yeah, it is very cool to hear, especially with the amount of jobs and money that it'll be, that it will be bringing, um, into Berkeley Springs. Absolutely. So Colin, I, I want you to promise that you're going to be back on when there are some great events and apple butter is on, right? It is. So October 8th and 9th, we are having apple butter. We are absolutely on track and we're actually on track to be one of the biggest that we've ever had which is very much needed awesome again colin graham berkeley springs morgan county chamber of commerce thank you for joining us on panhandle live today absolutely thank you you guys have a great rest of your day thanks you too thanks ma'am and that was uh colin graham berkeley springs morgan county chamber of commerce talking about all the great things that are going on uh, in and around berkeley springs and morgan county which you know like we were saying there's always something happening and it's good to hear an Apple Butter Festival is coming back. Right. And and they obviously have a lot of foot traffic coming through their office asking, you know, where to where to go to have fun, but also where where to go to get good employees. So mm-hmm. it's um it's really neat to see that they're they're getting a lot of outside attention. Yeah, I like Berkeley Springs. I like mm-hmm. Morgan County. Berkeley right? Springs is cool. I haven't uh, been able to really explore too much. Like I really haven't done the uh bathhouses yet or, you know, really too much of like the main street, but I've driven through it so much. I love it down there. Well, now that you're between sports ball seasons, you have until like the beginning of August. Yeah, we have. Get about a month. Oh. Get about a then month. My life is gone. Go enjoy your life. My free time is gone. Well, but you, it's not like, it's not like someone's sending you to the mines. I know. It's I know. It could be fun. good. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot right? worse. Go cover a football game. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go to a, go to a football game in a cool place. Right? Shepherd. Okay. Uh, whatever. <laughs> 
But yes, uh, if you want to hear about uh, more of the Berkeley Springs and Morgan County Chamber of Commerce conversation we had with Colin Graham, we can listen back to it a little bit later on today. We have to get to our last break, but coming up uh, after the break, we'll have your gas gauge. Also want to talk about the new WVU football jerseys that they'll be unveiling for the, well, that they've already unveiled, but they'll be wearing uh, for the backyard brawl, the pit game on September 1st in uh, at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. Very cool. The videos were cool. It was cool they did it on West Virginia Day. All kinds of stuff. So stick around for that uh, and more on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marge Kavalik. If you missed the show so far, we got things started with Shepherd University President Mary J.C. Hendricks and Landon Grove from Fort Ritchie Museum talking about the Fort Ritchie Project of uh, public event or uh, of lifetime learning and some of the public events that they're uh, going to be going on. Yeah, we're collaboration with Shepard. Very cool. Uh, also, just got off the phone with Colin Graham from Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce. So, if you missed any of that, listen back to it a little bit later on today. I'll make sure everything's right here, March. I have so many things on my computer here. A lot of windows open. So many windows open, but. Hopefully there's some uh, gas lanes open around the area because <laughs> it's time for your gas gauge. So we'll get started here uh, in Winchester. Pretty consistent. Costco being at uh, the cheapest at 445. Murphy USA on South Pleasant Valley Road is cash only 449. Then the sheets on Valley Road uh, is at 452, and that's pretty much uh, where it stands in Winchester. Now, here in Martinsburg, I said a few minutes ago that Berkeley Springs seems to be where the cheap gas is. That is not the case after a refresh of the web browser. Uh, Martinsburg this just is. In. Yeah, Martinsburg is. Uh, the rudders on Hedgesville Road is at 449. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good stuff there. It's close enough to get up there and. Yeah, so that's uh, 1390 Hedgesville Road, Rudders, uh, 449. The Sheets on King Street, 469. And the uh, Rudders on Tabler Station is at 459. So that's uh, your gas, 469 at the BP on King Street. Uh, It seems to be pretty much the cheapest around the Martinsburg area. And then out in Berkeley Springs, Roy's Service Center on Washington Street is at 479. Uh, The Sheets on Valley Roads at 482. And then in uh, Hancock, if you're in the Brooklyn Springs area, Hancock, Maryland, uh, well, don't go to Maryland to get your gas right. because it's almost $5, $4.89 in Hancock, Maryland right now. So uh, there is your gas gauge for the day. Gas is expensive. We'll just tell you that. Yeah, it is. And if you get stuck in that traffic, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, the traffic on, on 522, you're you idling all that those gas savings out. You're just watching your gas gauge slowly just... Go and go. When do you decide to just put it in park when you're stuck in traffic like that? Do you do it immediately or Um, do you have to just. So I've been in some pretty heavy traffic like on the Beltway, DC, and like Baltimore area before. And when have I just turned it off? I mean, I've been in traffic on the Beltway around uh, DC where like 
people have just been out of their cars, like right. walking around, like sitting on the guardrails. Like a guy had his golf clubs out, was practicing his swing. Like it was okay. <laughs> that was bad. I think everybody had their cars off. You know uh, you're going to be there for a while. Oh, yeah. When you start bringing out golf clubs on uh, 495. That's for wow. sure. But another big news yesterday being uh, West Virginia Day and the Mountaineers going to be facing off against uh, longtime rivals, Pitt Panthers, for the first time in... 10 years? Really? It's Somewhere around there, because I remember being a young, uh, almost college freshman uh, the summer after my high school graduation, and a bunch of my buddies are already at uh, WVU, and they were already going to backyard brawls and things like that, and as I was going into my freshman year of college was the first year that there was not a backyard brawl, I remember they released it saying it was going to be in 2022. Uh, that they were going to come back. And I remember I, I I remember where I was sitting in the car and where the car was on I-68 really? when we were talking about this. And I remember looking at my buddy saying, 2022, we're going to be so, we're going to be like so old. <laughs> and now look at, now I'm getting fired up because the game's uh, coming back for the first time. And are you, are you so old? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. But uh, the Mountaineers, uh, in honor of West Virginia Day and the Backyard Brawl, decided to come out with some new specialty jerseys. And boy, they are good looking. Now, it's all about Country Roads. It says Q Country Roads on the inside of the neck. And if you look closely, if you go to their Twitter page or Facebook, really anywhere, uh, you can find pictures of it. But if you look closely in the blue uh, trim around the jersey, there's very faint squiggly yellow lines with numbers and stuff. And it is a map of all of the all of the state and uh, state and county roads in West Virginia. Every single one is on the jerseys, which I think is a super, super cool touch. Wow. Yeah, like 79, 218, 250. I mean, it's got them all on the blue. And then um, the yellow represents uh, the double line uh, that's marks on the highways and byways that twist and wind their way throughout West Virginia. And of course, the Flying WV is going to be uh, inside the state on the helmet, which I always think is a pretty uh, nice look with country mm-hmm. roads on the back. It's very, 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 very cool jersey. And hopefully they beat down on the Pitt Panthers. That's but all they, I hope for. In Pittsburgh at that. they're going to be on the road. Yeah. Yeah. See, in Pittsburgh at that. But uh, I hope they beat them down anyways. First time I ever... Um, Felt the West Virginia Pittsburgh, um, the energy like rivalry. It was mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, and that's a thing in itself. Hardly ever go to Pittsburgh, but I had a, a just a gray shirt with a blue, just a flying WV, just a little one, right? Like uh-huh. right on the chest. That was all it took. That was it. That was, I didn't have you know anything crazy West Virginia on nothing. And Pitt had just got done having a game, it was a Saturday downtown, right? So where I was coming out of this parking deck, and I just got this little West Virginia thing on, that's it. And there's this uh, couple coming into the elevator as I'm coming out, and they are decked out head to toe with pit pit, like uh, uh-huh. like the little temporary uh, tattoos on like the face and everything. Uh-huh. And this lady looks at me. I've never gotten looked at like this before in my life. If she could have thrown me off the top of the parking deck, Ooh. I think she would have done it. Wow! Just because I had this uh, shirt on, she's looking at me. She's staring at me in the eyes and won't like walk into the elevator. And I'm like trying to get out, and her husband or whoever's like. <laughs> Honey, good. Let him go. Let him go. And I'm like, what? And then I look at my shirt. I'm like, no way. Oh, I was like, wow. so there we go. So that's uh-huh. it. So that being said, uh, hopefully West Virginia stomps on them. Wow. Here, okay. uh, in 75 days, September 1st, 75 days. Amazing. Very cool. 
So, yeah, that's uh, some of the big West Virginia football news right now, Marsha. So, uh, you know, I think we learned carry a jacket with you next time you go to Pittsburgh in case you need to cover up. <laughs> it was incredible. I was like, had, what? Had they lost? Had the team lost? I don't even know. I have no idea. I didn't even know they had up. a game. And it, like, it just looked at, I've, ne- I've never, <laughs> I've felt so just small and insignificant. And I thought, literally thought she was just going to flick me off of this elevator and into what the Ohio River, whatever. I'm really glad she didn't. But, but, but she would have. You be careful what you wear now when you go to Pittsburgh, because. Well, now I feel like I got to go over top, over the top. If oh. I'm getting that kind of reaction for just a very, very, very inconspicuous West Virginia shirt, mm-hmm. you know. No, just gonna you go. imagine if I had like a jersey on, if I was wearing the flag or something. You need to just go poke the hornet's nest, poke the bear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and one last thing uh, about the jerseys. It was hilarious watching the behind the scenes video of them filming like the uh, publicity video for the jersey because I'm assuming they were up at Cooper's Rock somewhere. Um, It's a gorgeous road wherever it's set at, but uh, it was a public road, busy road. So they had students, I guess, or interns or whoever, staff members kind of scattered along the road, uh, both sides of where they were filming. And you would just start hearing somebody go, car, then car. (laughs) Car, and then they'd throw a bunch of blankets on top of the kid that uh, was modeling him, and it had because to it was all hot. a big secret. They hadn't right. rolled it out yet, right? And if you're anywhere around, if you're anywhere around West Virginia, and you see somebody wearing stuff like that, you know it's going to be a big deal. You're going to know what's going on. So they had to keep it uh, under wraps. Very cool jersey, though. So Very programming cool. note: Dave Wilson is in for Hoppy this week uh, on Talkline, and he will have the designer of that jersey on today. That should be pretty. Kristen Coltsnow. I'd be very interested to hear uh, the background of that. Mm -hmm. That is for sure. Because it's a very cool jersey. Make sure you go check it out on their Twitter pages and, uh, you know, all over the place. But just about does it for us for today, Marsha. You got anything else, you think? Uh, Well, check Panhandle News Network for your latest news. And I'm, uh, of course, we talked about, we talked in Sorga with Clint Hogman yesterday. You can access that podcast and, and the story coming up. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, you can find our uh, podcast over on the Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. But for March Cavalli, I'm Jordan Ice Warner. It's been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. Seasons don't fear the reaper, nor do the winds of the rain. Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.